genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of hot fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And today we're about to go off on minute 85, which begins with the NWA repeating the phrase crusty jugglers and ends with the NWA coming towards Nicholas as Lurch appears behind him. And uh, Nile and John are back. Welcome. Hey. hey Thanks for having us back, guys. That's we are here course. to make podcasting suck again. <laughs> um, so, so many great Jim Broadbent moments in this minute. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. This is the best village. That, that stuff is so good. It is. It is pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, it's, it's also interesting. So there, there's a lot cut here. A lot cut. Um, like a lot. Uh, so, so, uh, when he says, um, you know, after he says that whatever the cost, we'd make Sanford great again. So first off, we should probably talk about that, uh, being <laughs> a reference to Ronald Reagan, which mm-hmm. a lot of people forget had that turn of phrase prior to, uh, uh, our that's current, right guys. He our, didn't even come up with that. Yeah. Oh he even God, ripped off my- that. That's yeah. blowing my mind. What the yeah. hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he he's just regurgitating Ronald Reagan, um, <sighs> who actually his his people are actually the people who created that turn of phrase. Um, so that kind that of a metaphor what, for his whole life. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what that's what is being referenced here. Um, it's not some like grand like oh my god they knew what was gonna happen uh, <laughs> kind of thing yeah. uh, that a lot of people uh, uh, will like use this uh, you know one of um, one of the video essays that I like a lot that I think I've probably brought up before um, is uh, uh, movies with Mikey and uh, Mikey Newman the host of that did a video essay on Hot Fuzz and brought this up and was like oh my god it's like it it's like it knew what was going to happen it's like well no no it's just it's just referencing uh, a thing that is is being regurgitated currently. Um, Time is a flat circle, guys. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> um, Wouldn't you love it though if Donald Donald Trump came up with it? Like people assume it's because of Reagan, but he's like, no, no, I just really like that Hot Fuzz movie. <laughs> I got it from that. It was, it was really sad when those when those two uh, those two bad guys took down all of those good guys in the village. Yeah. <laughs> I was just more thinking, like, maybe back in the 80s, like, he manufactured a load of those hats for the Reagan campaign. And I said, I have a load of them in a warehouse. I've been sitting there for 30 years. Let's go out. Genius. Uh, Really great active listening from Simon Pegg. You really buy. It's a cocktail of, like, disappointment, confusion, and, like, horror. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he's like, he's bummed. He's a little bit like, oh, man, I really thought this dude sucked, but was at least like on my side. Like we were common policemen. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Well, 
That's what I was saying a few uh, minutes ago, where I thought there was evidence that Nicholas doesn't think he can actually pull this off now. Like, because the look on his face, he, he, he's kind of devastated here. He doesn't know what he's to even, do. Yeah, he's even more alone than he thought he was. Even mm-hmm. more alone. Even more. Mm-hmm. And the way, then when he tries to arrest them all, I say tries, verbally at least. <laughs> look, sure, he, yeah. he clearly knows he can't and that they will not come along. But he's he says it anyway. Fight, yeah. as that's, his, mm-hmm. that's protocol. It's what he knows he needs mm-hmm. to do and he should do. Mm-hmm. Even if it's going to do nothing. <laughs> mm. That's almost like... Um... And talk, but we were talking about a couple of minutes back of the potential of Simon Pegg playing Rorschach. It's like at the end of Watchmen when he's yeah. trying to walk right. back. It's like, I'm going to go tell everybody what happened. And he's confronted. I know. With, I know yeah. I'm going to die, but I'm going to go out doing my job. Yeah. 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 So it's like, yeah. Oh, Simon Pegg could have played the part. He's already kind of doing it right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is him auditioning. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So the stuff that was cut from this. Um, so after he says, uh, uh, we'll make Sanford great again, Angel says, sir, that doesn't make sense. And then Weaver says, it makes perfect sense, Sergeant. Frank gathered together a group of the most faithful Sanfordians and showed us how we might rid our streets of the pedophiles and perverts, the shoplifters, the shirtlifters, the oh. punks, the drunks, the thugs, the mugs, the hams, the shams, the drifters, the grifters, the dodgers, the bodgers, the hawkers, the stalkers, the gypsies, the tramps, the thieves, the pedophiles, the yeah. perverts. And then Angel <laughs> says, yeah, you've had them. And then Frank <laughs> says, the adju- uh, adjunctors arrive tomorrow, Nicholas. And then that's when we get into that. So oh. they just lift, list off all of these people they've ridden from their town. Oh, God. Just, the <laughs> shirt lifters. You can't say that. <laughs> For some reason, in my head, I just had uh, that secretary from Ferris Bueller there saying, like, they oh, yeah. he's a righteous dude <laughs> at the yeah. end of that. <laughs> well, and the, and the thing is, is uh, uh, Weaver starts saying this, um, but he doesn't say all of those. It's each person says a different thing. Oh, OK. Um, so right. it's going it's going around the circle and they're all naming one of these things that I that I named off. Um, so it's not, it's all, all coming from him, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to break it up by like telling you which individual characters, you know, you should have done a little voice for every individual line. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Edit that, no, that, that would be embarrassing for me. You would be able to pull that off. I could yeah. not pull that off. Can I, like I, I don't want that in the movie. It's a bit too much, but uh-huh. I am upset that we miss out on the gypsies, tramps and thieves joke. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's right there. That was perfect. Yeah. I will say, though, this is a thing. um, We didn't so much get it in Ireland. uh, But I know from living in Liverpool, this whole, the pride of being, like, best village. uh, I remember distinctly when I first came to Liverpool, uh, it wasn't the European capital of culture yet, but they knew it was coming. And Liverpool was so proud of that. They banged on about it for literally years that they were going to be the European capital of culture. They had a giant digital clock in the yep. city center counting down to when they would be this thing. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't get why. There's like, okay, it's a it's you know, it's an accolade. Why are you but they were so into it. Whereas like where I come from, uh Derry, which was like down the road from me, 
Uh, that was the European capital of culture a couple of years later, and they barely ever mentioned it. <laughs> they would just sort of let it go. They're like, yeah, oh, that's nice. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, if you have other things going on, like that stuff doesn't matter. But like a town like this, they got nothing else. This is it. Yeah. This is this is the only thing they could possibly be known for. If someone came out of this town who was famous, I feel like all they drop all of this like a lead brick. I mean, like it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't matter at that point because then they could say, "Oh, this is the hometown of so and so." But but because they don't have anything else to take pride in, like this is all they got, you know? Yeah. Um. So another bit that's cut out uh, after Angel says they're living in a dream world in the film, uh, fr- uh, Frank says that Sergeant Popwell thought much the same as you do. Um, but in this, he says they're living. They, he says uh, they're living in a dream world. Hatcher says precisely: no crimes, no tension. Weaver says sheer bliss, and then they all repeat the word bliss. bliss. And then Fra- <laughs> Frank says we have created the so- the society you dream about. Isn't that worth preserving? And Angel says not with murder. And then that's when Frank says Sergeant Popwell thought much the same as you do. Um, but, uh, just, just, uh, you know, there's a lot of like these little nips and tucks, uh, in this movie where they, where they, they, they sync up two bits that have really nothing to do with each other in the script. And then they, they, they sort of, uh, they, they take some stuff away and then they, they, uh, mend them together so that they seem like they're talking about the same thing when they're really not. Um, it's mm. kind of a really, it really uh, kind of points out like, you know, how films are edited for time and pacing, yeah. you know, sure. and it's, I find that really interesting. It's not whole scenes. It's just like, it's just like, uh, like four lines of dialogue. You just cut this out yeah. and save some time. Well, it, 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 it's a, it, it's a skill that I think you, you have a knack for in your own writing or when we write together is finding those little nips and tucks that are the difference between like, oh, this is like a full three pages shorter. Yeah. Yeah, and like, and nothing important has been lost. Right. Uh, I do wonder. Um, I know that the uh, Return of the Jedi is John's like favorite movie. Don't so I just wonder. It. <laughs> no, I'm not going to insult it. Just because of that line of like, you know, he once thought like you. Uh, <laughs> like I, I just got immediately in my head that goes to Darth Vader going Obi Wan once thought as you do as well. So I was like, uh-huh. it's like oh, if anyone's gonna be still getting that itch, it's gonna be. It John. sounded stupid then, and it sounds stupid <laughs> now. <laughs> so we, I want Jim Broadbent as Darth Vader now. I've just decided. Yeah. Luke, <laughs> I am your father. <laughs> Imagine him bellowing a, that. That'd be fantastic. That's the, the weird thing, though. Like, what, the thing I always associate with Jim Broadbent now is that um, back when he was like a nobody actor, he was mm-hmm. offered uh, the role of Del Boy in Only Fools and Horses. I don't know how big Only Fools and Horses is to like American audiences, but like that's one of the, the quintessential British shows. Like, I would say it's was. the biggest program we've ever had here. Mm. And it's one of those ones too. It's legitimately good as well. It's like it kind yeah. of deserves the status. It's like it's a really, really good show. But uh, when he was a nobody actor, he turned down the lead part because he was just like, I, I don't, I don't suit this part. You're, I'm wrong for it, and the show will die a death if I'm the main guy. And he was in the show. He, he appeared like seasons into it as like a corrupt cop and stuff. Mm. Uh, but then they gave it to David. Oh, Jason, a corrupt cop. You know? <laughs> and uh, oh, there you go. Actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it went to David Jason, and then like now it's you know David Jason is born into that part. Like it's you know, couldn't imagine anybody else but him playing that part. Yeah, it's um, it's a sign of a true actor for you know knowing 
what like well i i wouldn't the production wouldn't work and that's more important than me getting this job yeah um, yeah so that's one of those things that made that even endears jim broadband to me more it's like oh no he knew to just step aside yeah. and just let let this thing flourish without him except that, that takes he a wasn't big, it. <laughs> that takes a big individual to do that i think because normally you just go oh well i might not do that that well at this but it's a job i'll get some money you know but yeah. that that really lifts you above others. If you can say no, this isn't right for me, I would ruin it. <laughs> yeah. Although that was him telling the story, so you could go into like the producers and they're like, "Oh no, that like, uh, he he was begging for that part, but we wouldn't give it to him." I need work. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I'm My children eat only beans. <laughs> hey, that's every English person. <laughs> that's all we do: beans on toast. <laughs> And the people who have listened to my stint are actually on Watchmen Minute, uh, because I had the minute where Rorschach was eating the beans out of the can. Mm. Uh, You'll know about my abject hatred of baked beans. So, yeah, but uh, that that's freaky. You're the weird one. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying know. it's wrong now, but I think Rorschach is the is the weird one in any scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Niles a contender. Rorschach or Nile? Who's weirder? Right, <laughs> folks. But um, that that was a like I remember when I used to live like you know live with friends and stuff and uh, nowadays everyone's sort of sensible and adult enough to like you clean things as you go so no one leaves piles of things up in the sink but I remember having like the group tidies when like it was in my first student houses and stuff and you have having to pry baked beans dried in off a plate when they weren't mine. Was oh. like I was horrified by that. So it's, the, the the very mention of them uh, just absolutely they taunt me. They taunt but me. That happened a lot in Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, no, that basically almost, living Peter like Serafinowitz <laughs> cleaning <laughs> a lot of baked beans off of plates. <laughs> oh. Probably Ed's. They, I wish he was back in this. Yeah, I mean Peter Serafinowitz, he could have played Lurch. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yes, that would have been great. Because he's like, especially when you see him in Shaun of the Dead when he's in the shower, he's yeah. actually quite a—he's quite a broad, physical man. You don't expect it. He was actually, back then. A... He's a little more—he's a little more scrawny now, a little mm. more, a little more thinly framed. I think now, which is ironic because now he's playing the Tick. But yeah, yeah. most most of that most of that is the suit. I think um, I just re- I remember seeing him on uh, Parks and Rec in like the final season or penultimate season of Parks and Rec. He was in. Oh yeah, where they go to England. Right it? when they go to England, yeah. he was he was very thin, like thin as a rail. That guy, mm. um, which is Aww. very different from what he looked like on Spaced and in Shaun of the Dead, where he was kind of beefy, mm. very yeah, intimidating it's all, it's all guy. It's all about that voice, though. Oh, I, I, there's something to me really funny about no Nicholas. I think you'll find that it is you who's coming. Just the pro, it's it's too long of a statement to do that. The thing reverse, with it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it makes me laugh every yeah, time. Like wears out before he's done. Yeah, <laughs> he really does. I, I have a question about that though. When he says, you know, it's you who is going to have to come with us, is he implying that they're going to turn nicholas because the implication originally seems to be they're going to kill him mm. but that dialogue to me says oh we're going to make you one of us you're going to come with us. us to the to the tomb where we keep everybody yeah that's oh. what i assumed that's what i assumed. So, we're gonna yeah, okay we're you're gonna come with us to the grave we've dug for you we're going why, why to wicker you? man you <laughs> 
Just try and run away. If they kill you in the attempt to curse. It's a wicker thing, Nicholas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have to do it exactly like that movie. <laughs> well, he tries to run away, but unfortunately, uh, Lurch is, uh, is, uh. is, is yeah. uh, you know, right behind him. Gregor so. Clegane. Clegane. Uh, I love him in this. I still say yarp to this very <laughs> day. And I, I say it almost every day of my life, right? And about 1% of people know what I'm referencing. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> really? remembers that line, yeah. Oh, I would have assumed that would have been, like, the line that people would remember. That's but... what I thought. Other than the greater good, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm always saying it, and people just stare at me like, are, you, are you having a stroke? <laughs> That's, uh, wow, that is unfortunate. Even my own partner, she does it to me. It's like, I am quoting Hot Fuzz. And it, even if she does get it, she's like, yeah, I know. So she doesn't find it remotely amusing. It's like 90% of your stories about your day-to-day life with uh, with Lol to be John are you saying, I quoted this thing at her and she just didn't get it or she didn't find it funny? That's most of our life, yeah. <laughs> like sometimes she's like, I know you're quoting The Simpsons, but I'm not going to laugh. <laughs> I'm not giving you this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's what i'm just the, the, the satisfaction like, i just send memes to people of just gifts from the simpsons I, I don't even need the like i don't care if they get it or i don't need the uh, as long as the we acknowledgement get the of it. <laughs> yeah it's just like oh just as long as i'm happy with it then like, you know that's as long as i spent the five minutes tracking down that exact scene to, yeah. to get that one line i uh i do really like the shot of them all standing up with their weapons yes it's that's uh, cool it is it's, overwhelming and, and pretty scary. It's very Hanna-Barbera, too. <laughs> That's Ooh, true. Yeah. Does it have a direct reference? Like, is it going for, like, a Wicker Man thing? Or is it kind of like the uh, the townsfolk in Frankenstein, almost? Because they're like a weird yeah, just, village. Like, yeah, the vill- angry village trope. It also, <laughs> it also reminds me of a particular shot in uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, where the, oh, yes. <laughs> where, you know what I'm talking about, right, Nick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a scene where a bunch of scientists stand up and and suddenly have weapons. They're in their break room and then they all stand mm. up with weapons, uh, oh, except one. Weapon. One is like rolling their eyes and still working, and that's my favorite character in the world. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> takes like another sip of coffee. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I know. I already mentioned it to you when the, you were on Batman, Scott. But like, I'm so looking forward to the Into the Spider Verse minutes whenever it comes because like. <sighs> The second that movie ended, I was like, I just need a movies by a minute of this to exist. Like oh, the yeah. second. <laughs> I am so. I am very, very excited to uh get to it for sure. But uh in twenty twenty two. Yeah. Well whenever <laughs> whenever it happens. We'll 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 see. We'll see what happens. Maybe you'll do what uh pull a pull a Britain and, and take like a five, six year break and then just come back. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Maybe yep. maybe maybe that's what'll happen. <laughs> so. It's the way we do it. <laughs> oh man that is um, the, the thing again it's just like i don't know if fleabag was a big thing over in the u.s uh so i know again with solo mm-hmm. phoebe waller bridge was that's where she comes from yeah but yeah, like yeah. that that is that's, her, thing that's her like, like crossover thing i would say over here is fleabag more than like crashing or something else yeah yeah but it's just yeah. this thing now it's like yep that season two is going to come to one end and then it's going to be like when was the season one like three years ago mm-hmm. i was like you might get another season just enjoy it while it's here. <laughs> like, God damn it. Like, I understand that like, you're trying to make this as good a show as you can, but can't you just give us a little bit more of these things, you know? I think, I think Niall, you are, uh, you're all hopped up on American culture 
uh, that turns uh, <laughs> that turns all of all of uh, all of television into uh, c- uh, capitalism, and so you, I think mm. you've gotten used to a certain thing. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's like, well, you know, there's 21 episodes a season, and yeah. and, 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 and it just they, they take rotation. two months off. That's it. Two months. They're back at it. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember a world where I thought Heroes was like a really great show, but I know that it was real. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody loved it. Mm -hmm. Everyone. It's like it was a real like we were all Spider-Man and there's always a period where like Mary, like Gwen Stacy's being weird and that was lost. (laughs) Yes. And then here comes Mary Jane, this hot, exciting new person, this new show. And then it's like, oh, wait, like Lost was there for me. The beginning. <laughs> my 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 main memories of heroes now is like remembering watching an episode where Robert Forrester showed up, and me being like, "What, Robert Forrester? What are you doing here?" And him having the acting as if he was just like, "What am I doing here? Like, why am I here?" <laughs> he's like, I'm, "I've been paid to say these lines, but I'm I'm here, I guess, and I guess I've got CGI coming out of my hands now." But look at my uh, hands. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and then that was my that was my end of heroes. So I was like, I don't know what happened after that, <laughs> but. Then, I guess it doesn't matter because nobody yeah. cares anymore. I think Siler like joined the circus at some point. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that season. Good God, I remember yeah. the, always trying to establish too because like in season two, then they established because he had like, um, because it was Peter. Peter was turned out to be his brother, and then his name is Gabriel Gray. And I was like, are they making a Peter Gabriel joke, or is that just me? <laughs> Feels so unnatural. Like, I don't know. That was a show that could have gone to Gotham level crazy town stuff, and it never, never quite got there. Gotham, Gotham yeah, it, it embraces never, its yeah, insanity. It, it's that kind of show that, like, I don't know, you get like that. I think Gotham appreciates camp. Uh huh. Mm. Like camp is kind of you know you guys are going to talk about it with the Joel Schumacher movies where people right. equate <laughs> people equate camp with dumbness. If you're mm. campy, you have to you can't be smart. And I don't I always agree with that. No, no, definitely not. Hmm. Spider-Man 3. Oh, of course, no. As... <laughs> like, well, we, all of us will get into this. Uh, save it, you know. We'll be getting into this in later seasons, of course. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, all right. Well, I think that's. Uh, I think that about wraps us up, uh, guys. Thanks for so much for joining us. Uh, one more time, you wanna you wanna tell people uh, where they can find you. Yeah, sure. Thank, thank you for having us. And if people want to hear more of our weirdness, then we are everywhere. You can look us up on uh, Facebook at the Bat Minute Listeners Cave and and chat anything bat related. It doesn't have to be the show. You can just talk about whatever you want. And we're on Twitter at Bat Minute. Uh, if you want to find the actual show itself, uh, I'm in the process of making a website, but I haven't done it yet because I'm lazy. It's coming along. It's coming along. <laughs> but you can find us on iTunes. Uh, we're, we're on there. Oh, any podcatcher. I like Podcast Addict. That is not a paid plug, but I like that. So use that. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll chat to you, and uh, our lovely listeners will as well. I also have a hidden Discord if you like that. So message me. <laughs> <laughs> hidden Discord is uh, yeah. that, it's a great Blur album. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> go to duallygenre.com slash support. Uh, and uh, you can find our Patreon page there. Uh, become a supporter of us there, and you'll get all of our uh, our, our sort of uh, blockbuster movie reviews, along with um, 
all of the Patreon content that we put out uh, for as little as $3 a month, you know, actually as little as a dollar a month. That'll get you the Scott Pilgrim Minute podcast. Uh, so you can you can do that at a dollar a month or $3 a month gets you basically everything else. Uh, so go go check that out. You'll get our uh, movie reviews. Uh, you know, we're entering the summer blockbuster season and you're going to want to know what we think about those movies, I would assume. And uh, if you want to hear what we think about those movies, uh, that's how uh, you're going to do it is you're going to become a Patreon subscriber and you're going to get our audio podcast reviews of uh, all of those films, along with all of the other stuff that we do, like uh, Zach and I's uh, Weekend Bugle and uh I'm sure Nick and I do other things as well. We do. Yeah, I'm sure. We, yeah, we we do things all the time. I don't know. You sure? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're awake for so long. It's true. Um, we don't. Uh, we we don't. We don't have any ongoing thing right now on the Patreon, Nick and I. But I'm sure that'll change uh, soon enough. Uh, we've talked about doing that Fast and the Furious thing. Maybe we'll do that. I don't know. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh so yeah so check that out that's duelinggenre.com slash support uh really really helps us out helps keeps the lights on helps us uh keep going behind the scenes and uh we will be back on monday with minute 86 for the greater good the greater good for the greater good for the greater good